Hello everyone and welcome back to the Public Eye podcast series, a six-part series of podcasts brought to you by Granite Exchange in Newry. Once again, I'm delighted to be your host, Sarah Travers. And for those of you who have tuned in before, you will know that in this series, I speak with local entrepreneurs and business owners to learn more about how their companies have come to be, to gain insight into their growth, and crucially find out how they continue to innovate. So wherever you get your podcasts from, remember to keep an eye out for new episodes and subscribe to stay up to date. Well, today I'm really pleased to welcome Rashida, founder of Rashida Keenan Photography. Uh, Rashida, I think you're the first photographer we've had on the podcast studio. Hello, and thank you for having me. You're very I'm welcome. I'm delighted to be here. Good. Well, we've so much to talk about. Before we begin, I'm going to give a little bit of background on you and your business, Rashida. Well, Rashida Keenan is a multi-award winning photographer best known for her wedding, portrait and lifestyle photography. She lives with her husband, four young children and it says several family pets in a small village located on the border between Northern and Southern Ireland. Rashida has received many awards throughout her career, as we said, including Irish Professional Photographer of the Year, Northern Irish Portrait Photographer of the Year, Northern Irish Children Photographer of the Year and Northern Irish Baby photographer of the year 2020. Rashida, have you never heard of that? You know, never work with children or animals. <laughs> <laughs> you obviously do it well. I do. I'm glutton for punishment. Um, anything, I like a challenge. You do. And congratulations Thank on you. all of your success so far because mm-hmm. I've, I've been checking you out on the old social media, which obviously is hugely important mm-hmm. to you and for marketing your business. Mm-hmm. But, but looking at what you do, you have a real talent. Mm-hmm. And that's clear. And that's why everybody wants you to take their wedding, to take their children, pick photographs. But let's start uh, from the beginning and tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Where did you grow up? Okay, so um, I am from originally from Warren Point. Um, so just down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, the youngest of seven children. Um, was spoilt rotten were you? growing up. I was. Um, had a very happy childhood. It was a busy house. Mm, I can um, imagine. There was always... Somebody coming or going, there was always something happening at home. Um, yeah, so grew up in Warren Point, um, have always had an interest in photography. Um, like some of my earliest memories was saving up my pocket money and buying disposable cameras. Um, and then I the wait for, for getting the, the, the prints developed. I used to be so Do excited. Remember that? I remember that. At the chemist. Yeah, I going down to collect the prints and yeah. being so excited to see what was on that film. Um, so there are some of my earliest memories. So photography, I've always had an interest in it, even from a very young age, without even knowing that I wanted to be a photographer. Uh-huh. Um, there was always something there. Um, and I suppose uh, one of the defining moments in my life for me and it kind of helped shape the future um was my mother got sick um when i was 17 mm. and it's i was studying for my a levels at, at the secret heart and um she she passed away 11 weeks later oh i'm um, so sorry to hear that so that that was a big big thing for me but anyhow at the at the time i remember telling her you know uh, I think I'm going to go and study photography. Mm-hmm. Um, and typical Irish mother, she says to me, oh, no, you're not going to do that. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. What were you going to do then? <laughs> you're going to do law. Oh, of course, <laughs> mummy. 
<laughs> so um took her advice then well I didn't I didn't do law but um she she kind of felt at the time you know there's not many people can make a, a career and a good career out of photography um that's what she thought at that time so back then I I didn't really know what to do I kind of looked at other options and then with her getting sick I think I was kind of heavily influenced by that and I went down the route of healthcare did you? so I did yeah I went off to university and I did a degree in occupational therapy and worked as an occupational therapist for 10 years oh my goodness so I hadn't read that in your backstory that is incredible um so that's <sighs> That obviously had a massive impact, I'm sure, on you and and your family and, Mm -hmm. you know, massive void and loss and for something to happen so shockingly quickly as well. Exactly, yes. So, and again, I think for me, um, it just helps um, me understand and realise the importance of photography and the importance of memories um, because, like, I have one portrait of me and my mummy, just one we have there's other photographs but there's other people in them and so I have one portrait of me and her and it is like my prize procession so I found my way back to photography after I had my own children the importance um, of memories and capture memories started to come to the fore Um, and my husband bought me a second-hand camera for my 30th birthday um, and my second child had just turned one um, so he bought me a camera and it literally just, I fell in love straight away. Um, right. But and then had you moved away from the occupational therapy No, I was still working as right. an occupational therapist. Um, but what I would say is I always knew in my heart that there was something else that I should have been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, every day I would come home from work and I would say to my husband, I'm not, I'm not happy. I know that there is something else I need to be doing. I didn't know at the time it was photography. I had forgotten about photography. But I knew there was just something in me. I knew that OT wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't making me happy. And I knew that there was something else I needed to be doing. It was only then when I had the children and like, losing your mummy so young and realising that I wanted to give them and capture the memories for them that I didn't have. Mm-hmm. Um, so started taking loads of photographs with my phone, as everybody does. Yes. They have a new baby and they're totally besotted. And that was me. Um, started to upload them to social media and my Facebook page at the time. And so really you were self-taught? It's for at the start. At the, at start, the right. very start, yeah. Um, and then Ivan bought me the camera. And within six weeks, I had applied for a career break from occupational therapy. So he bought me the camera, and the week later, I enrolled in a night class in Yuri Tech um, and did an NVQ in photography um, with the Southern Regional College, and at the same time, enrolled in an online diploma Goodness. and studied for the diploma. <laughs> applied for a career break. Everybody thought I was absolutely crazy. But I was so passionate about it. I knew, I just knew that this was for me. And what did it just make your heart sing? Did you it think did. this is it? it this did. is it. That moment of looking at the back of the camera and realizing that you had captured something so perfect and something so special—it's mm. really, really hard to describe. It's, it's this 
lovely feeling and you see when you give them photographs and you give them memories to a client and you see their faces or you see them cry you're gonna make me and you see the happiness (laughs) yeah um and and you can't put a price on that no you know and it's only when people i suppose for me it's only when people are gone that you realize the importance of them photographs please don't cry i'm trying (laughs) not to i'm trying not to but i think anybody listening to this right now if they've lost anybody they'll think of that photograph and they'll think, why did I not do more? And yeah. I often think that too, even about capturing stories mm-hmm. and recordings yes. and having the time capsules and the memories and yes. all of those things you were going to do and you didn't. And I'll ask yeah. them about this and I'll record that. But that snapshot in time yeah. mm-hmm. captures so much more and it's a still picture, yeah. but it tells a story. It tells a story. That's yeah. It. Absolutely. So you, only because really your mummy had thought that that maybe wasn't a career. It there maybe weren't <coughs> many w- female photographers in the business at that point. There probably wasn't. Uh, I, I don't know. I had done quite well at school. I, I, I was doing well in my A-levels and, you know. Mm, she wanted you to use them. Yes, yes. Uh. You know, um, I, like I could do what I'm doing now without ever having a degree, you know, or... Yes, it probably helps in the life experience of going to college and that. Of course it does. Um, and it was it was a lovely time um, being down there with my friends. But, and you know what? Maybe maybe if I had went into it when I was younger, maybe it wouldn't have worked out the well, way things have go. worked. Maybe the life experience has helped. Yeah. You know, I do believe that everything happens for a reason and this was the path that I... Do you believe that? I do. Everything yeah. brings you to where you're meant to be. I, I agree, yeah. And absolutely. do you have goals and do you have plans or are you much more kind of, let's see what the day brings? I'm very much uh, such an easygoing, laid-back person. Um, I'm very much, let's just see how, let's just take it one day at a time and see how things go. Um, Even going back when you were talking about when you were young and waiting to get those prints developed. Mm-hmm. Um, photography has transformed, digital mm-hmm. photography and smartphones and everything have transformed photography to, yes. to it is, I mean, everybody's a photographer now in, mm-hmm. in some shape or form. Um, I know having a broadcasting background as well and working a lot with camera, you know, trained camera operators that have slaved for their craft and then they get frustrated when somebody <laughs> else comes along with a, with a smartphone and videos and, you know, yeah. you're uploading here, there and everywhere. But actually, when you look at what you produce, you still have to have that. It's all about the framing, Mm -hmm. the moment, how much of it, because it looks so natural. It looks like you've just captured a moment in time, Mm -hmm. but yet it's so beautifully shot and arranged. How does that work? Is it all about the backdrop and then you get somebody to just be themselves? Or how do you Um, you capture that moment, that look? It's a combination between a lot of things, but definitely the most important thing for me um, when capturing beautiful um, photographs is light. Having the right light is absolutely crucial. Um, And especially for, um, just for an example, especially for wedding photography, people will think they have this bright sunny day and it's amazing, we've got a great day, we're blessed. Bright sunny days aren't aren't fantastic for, for photographs. No. Um, you want a nice overcast day with nice soft light. Um, so the nicest time um, to take photographs out, outside would be in the evening when the sun has come down, um, just before sunset, or in the morning just as the sun is rising, um, or on a nice um, kind of dull dullish day. Really? So yeah. any bride would be looking out of their 
their window in the morning of their wedding and see clouds in the sky and you're actually going, yes. I'm going, fantastic. I'm not <laughs> And they're be, thinking, no. Yeah. I, I put the child of Prague out. It's going to rain. No, it, the sun is fabulous for guests. Um, and um, yeah, and they have, they have a great time, but it's harsh light. Um, yeah. And then you get shadows where mm. you don't want them and it's just not very flattering. No. So light is crucial. Um, other things like if I am photographing a family, yes, wardrobe is is massive as well. Um, sty- styling styling a photograph, um, knowing what colours is going to come to life in the photograph, it, it all kind of brings it all together. Um, staying away from the likes of you you want it timeless you don't want your photographs to date mm-hmm. so staying away from the likes of like hooded tops or anything with massive logos or writing across them it, that just is distracting you want you want your clothes to, to help tell the story of that moment as well you know so classic and timeless and simple um and nothing distracting uh, yeah This podcast is sponsored by Granite Legal Services, a niche business and immigration law practice located in the heart of Newry City. Granite Legal Services provides legal advice to both individuals and companies alike across a wide range of industries, from employment, commercial or corporate law matters to immigration law. Granite Legal Services focuses on providing legally sound, practical advice to its clients. To get in touch, visit www.granitelegalservices.co.uk or contact 028 3026 2200. Now, in terms of weddings, obviously, mm-hmm. or the, the pandemic, I mean, wed- the wedding industry was decimated and mm-hmm. I would imagine you, you, you were a victim of that too. I was, yeah. Um, the, uh, it's be, uh, it was hard. Um, I had a filled hurry um, and literally it went from about 90% of the bookings cancelled. Would weddings be the biggest source of income? Weddings would. uh, Family photography is equally as as popular. I tend to do less of it because I'm busy with the weddings. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's just at the minute because obviously a lot of weddings have rescheduled and now this year I'm doing double the bookings. Um, Going forward, I definitely want to dedicate more time to my family work and more time to capturing those childhood moments as well. Um, So once I get these weddings over me and um, I'll kind of dedicate the the time a wee bit better between the both. Yeah, because I think in the past, I can imagine I I would be a bit scared to do weddings because Mm. of the expectations Mm -hmm. around (laughs) what you can actually do Mm -hmm. and achieve and... Every bride wants to be the most beautiful bride on their wedding yes. day. And that pressure too, in case they're not happy with the mm-hmm. photos, how do you cope with that pressure? Um, that's a good question. Um, I, I obviously feel that pressure too. Um, I'd be lying if I was sitting here and telling you that I didn't feel that pressure. Every wedding photographer will feel that pressure at some point. And I suppose it's just about managing expectations as well. There's a lot that can happen on a wedding day that's outside of the photographer's control. Um, and weather is a massive thing. Do you know what I mean? If you ha- we live in Ireland, if you get a day where it's flooding, you're not going to... Your, your photographs aren't going to be the same as what they were if you got 
nice yeah. weather. Your venue has a big part to play on that as well. So if you have a venue with a nice backdrop inside, or if you have a venue where we have nowhere to go inside, um, and you get a, a you get bad weather, that's going to impact on your photographs. So, so having a plan B, having is a plan good. B, but also having a good chat with a couple. Like I tend to have a. a, a good chat with my couple before the day and just making them feel comfortable with me and so that I I, I feel comfortable with them and I know what they want from their photographs um, and it's I I know what they expect from me and I'm telling them basically letting them know what to expect from me in return. And if there's a couple um, interested in perhaps knowing more you know what building that relationship is absolutely mm-hmm. key and so many couples these days you would you would do that their engagement photos mm-hmm. are getting to know their fo- do you do like a test s- series or a lot the of announcement pe- photos I know as well? a lot of people will um go for pre-wedding shoots not everybody um uh yeah it does help it, it helps kind of I'll, it is very beneficial for a couple if they are anxious about getting their photographs taken mm-hmm. or if they're quite nervous about it um, some people will rock up on their wedding day never having done a pre-wedding shoot and they will be uh, completely at ease in mm-hmm. front of the camera mm-hmm. um, everybody's different um, so if if a couple is anxious in any way or nervous or I would say yes do a pre-wedding shoot get to know me a bit better um, and I, I, I'm 100% confident that once once they do that their wedding photo is photographs will be better for it it's another expense but actually it's useful to it's see useful how yes. does she capture us does she get yes us? Does, do we come across the way we want to come across absolutely and i'm yeah. sure right, this is awful that's the terribly sexist thing to say but do you find what are the group what what's the groom like in all of these does do, do the men <laughs> love it or do they do they like their modeling do they like <laughs> Some of them do, yeah, um, yeah. Some of them do, and and some of the grooms are big into their photography. A lot of them aren't. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of them just go along, and they <laughs> want to please the bride because, of the, yeah, and because the the bride wants nice photographs, and I can understand that too. Some know. amazing um, photographs on your Instagram as well of a fabulous female couple that were getting married there. Yes. In Cathedral Quarter in Belfast. Yes. And you have some of the coolest images. Yes. I love it. So, you know. Yeah. That shoot you're actually talking about, that was, that couple was already married. Um, and that was a style shoot. That was a collaboration. Right. I was going yeah. to say the clothes and yeah. everything. It was that, just. That was a style shoot. Um, now, it wasn't far, a million miles away from their actual styling in their own wedding mm. there um but that was a great day they were gorgeous yeah, yeah. and that. just yeah there's something just so cool yeah about it all yeah it's yeah. the location yeah. um the couple it all just came together um when you do attend weddings now sometimes you think gosh the photographs are such a massive part that <laughs> you nearly have to disappear for a couple mm. of hours mm. and your guests are going um, I'm sure yeah. I was at a wedding. I wonder what yeah. the couple are. Yeah, uh, and I get that. Mm-hmm. That that happened to me on my wedding day. Oh. I didn't get mingling with my my guests. Um, Why? But 
again a lot mm. of things um we got bad weather we were running oh. late uh, a lot of things can go wrong but that is one thing um that is one thing about me when i am shooting a wedding i'm so conscious of that because yes it's really important to capture these moments and to document the day but it's is more important to be present in the day mm-hmm. and to enjoy mm-hmm. the day um you know um so for me i'm doing them that long now and i'm doing enough of them that it, there's very little that shocks me or surprises me and you also know what you're doing now you know yeah. there's a bit of a formula you know yes. the shots you need to get yes, and you've absolutely. agreed them beforehand and do you know what i love as well is the the other shots it's the it's the little ones and then the older people mm-hmm. um did i see an amazing one of a of a woman having a fabulous time, and uh, an older lady having a fabulous time, a guest standing on a chair yes, at a wedding, and yes, I thought, you've yes. just captured that's just joy. That's, that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's those moments um, that really tell the story of yeah. the day, those beautiful, um, candid moments um, of people of just enjoying themselves and being present. Where you um, capture those funny faces, yeah. maybe somebody not having such a yeah. <laughs> some little person that's had enough now I of know, the photos. I know. But what I would say is, uh, uh, mostly everybody who books me will say to me, um, "Oh, we love your work, and we love how natural it is." Yeah. Some of my work, yes, I do capture those kind of moments and ones that you're just speaking about there now. Um, not all of it is is candid, and I don't think I would do uh, my job to. I don't think I would do uh, my job as well as I am doing it now if I were to solely capture candid moments. I get it. Um, I get it. I get it. Working know, in TV all my life, there's some yeah, artifice that has to come in, and absolutely. you're always grateful to the camera operator for making you retake it again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, some people have extremely expressive faces, don't they? And maybe it's, a, but yeah, it's the, it's it's yeah. it's the lovely relationships. I think you you capture or the sense of what was going on at that particular time. It's, Absolutely, it's beautiful. And a lot of it, I suppose, is helping make the couple feel at ease or the family feel at ease, and seeing them personalities shine through. So yeah. business is good again now, thankfully. It's picked business up. Business is busy. People yeah. are wanting to get married again, yes. get on with things. They've they had to postpone. And absolutely. Yeah. I think they've just reached the stage now where they want to get married and they've waited long enough. And some of my couples have postponed maybe four or five times. Um, and, and that's disheartening for them. You know, I, I, people are just, they've had enough of it now. They want to get married. Now, you're incredibly busy as well. You've got three children. I um, have four kids. Four children. I have four kids. Four children. <laughs> oh, my goodness me. <gasps> Yeah, so I have four beautiful little kids. Um, Arabella is, or sorry, Isaac is eight and Arabella is six. Then Violet is two and Noah is coming one. Noah's your little Noah's one. Noah's the baby. My goodness me. Yeah. Um, yeah, so life is busy. So you've been busy over this last year. And even though, I mean, the work disappeared for a while. Yes. Did it give you a little bit of a It put break? everything in perspective for me. Right. Um, so it did. Um, I really enjoyed um sounds terrible saying that but I enjoyed the quiet um, and I enjoyed um, the little things in life and you've been capturing moments of your family as yes, well absolutely and they're beautiful take a look everybody if you if you get a chance have a look at uh, Rashida's Instagram page because they're little snapshots of your beautiful family <laughs> in <laughs> lovely moments quite staged in some yes. cases and then others completely yeah. wacky there's one of your son just jumping off some chair in a living room with oh, your husband yes, sitting. It's yes, just that, that was a while ago. Yeah, that was actually taken for um, an awards program. 
um, with the Irish Professional Photographers Association. Yeah, um, yeah so th- you'll, you'll find a mixture in there. But And um, do you like doing that? Because I suppose so much of running your own business now is people want to know who you are and what you're like. And mm-hmm. do you think oh, that's absolutely. what attracts customers to you is when they look at the way you are with in your own absolutely. photographs? Yeah, absolutely. And who takes those? <laughs> Oh, me. <laughs> you set the timer. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, so um, you just put it on a tripod and get everything set up perfect before you actually go into the, the shot. And, and then involve children. Involve children <laughs> and just let it unfold. Yeah. Um, and you can. there's a couple of ways you can do it. You can do it with a timer on the camera or you can do it with a remote. Um, can you remember a location or a shoot that stands out above anything else? A personal favourite that was a yes. joy to work on? A personal favourite. My personal favourite photograph that I have taken so far is actually a personal photograph. Um, and it is um, a photograph that I took in my kitchen um, of Isaac and Arbella throwing flour across the kitchen island. <laughs> um, uh, Violet was about three weeks old we had just moved into our new house and it was one of the first photographs i'd taken in our home and i I'm, i knew the minute i seen it in the back of the camera that i had captured something really really special you're gonna have to show me that one yeah uh, it is an incredible photograph it actually went on to win uh, an award um, and helped me win irish professional photographer of the year Um so yeah it, it's probably my favourite photograph. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. And then just to have captured that as well f- for the children too when they look yeah, back. They're going to the have joy. such amazing photos to look and the, back at. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, And when you capture that joy and you see their little expressions. And the abandon and the mess. And, and the mess yeah. and the chaos <laughs> and just the fun. Their faces are just so alive with expression. Um, How do you manage to juggle everything? That's a good question. <laughs> um... I, uh, there's very little faces me. Um, You're very I, chilled. Yeah, a very chilled, came from a big family. Then, you know, my home was always busy. Um, and I suppose that has kind of stood by me now. M- my home now is always busy. Mm-hmm. Um, you like a little bit of chaos while you yeah. sit calmly in the middle. There yeah. are not many people like that. <laughs> I take my hat off to you. Um, would you like to grow the family further? Um, my husband is definitely done. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not. No, hmm. um, I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, when you come from a big family, I think you always want what you had. Yeah. What you came it. from. Yeah, that's One it. of my best friends is, comes from a family of eight and I just have one sister and she used to always say, but, 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 mm, I couldn't know. And she yeah. went on to have four, but I think her husband as well said, right, that's it, <laughs> <Yeah>. four. <laughs> it is gorgeous though to, to have everybody around you. And it's lovely for them too, having their little friends. Exactly. Um, growing up with them, you know. Exactly. And they have them then, hopefully, mm-hmm. for life. Mm-hmm. Um, you've also recently started your own clothing brand, a vintage uh, children's clothes. That's correct. Yes. Rashida and Noah designed. You yes. picked one of your children's names. That's it. Mm. Well, a, um, there is a story behind that as well. But, um, yeah, it, it's not because he's any more special than the rest of them. They're all equally adored <laughs> and loved very much so. Um, the, the clothing line, I suppose I have always been creative. 
I've always loved art. I've always loved design and have always loved photography. And for me, this is just an extension of me being creative. Um, with the pandemic and all the wedding cancellations, I find myself with this time. And I guess I kind of got to the stage that I... I started to think more about it. I had free time, whereas before I, I didn't have that. Um, it was always something that I had wanted to do and never had the time to do it. Um, Noah was a pandemic baby, so he was born last um, July, or last June, sorry, <laughs> four babies. <laughs> it's very hard to remember. <laughs> I forgot to. <laughs> so Noah was born last June and um, it was a traumatic birth. Right. It was a it was a really really horrible time. Oh dear. Um, but he was the light at the end of the tunnel, um, and I came through that. Um, and for many ways, the pandemic was a blessing because I wouldn't have been fit to have shot my weddings last year. Okay. Um, and then a few months after that, we Noah himself got sick, and he developed sepsis, and we were very lucky with him. Oh. So that was confirmation for me. I decided that I'm going to go ahead and follow my dreams. Um, tomorrow isn't guaranteed for any of us. No. Um, and that was the reason why um, I just thought that if both of us can survive that year, that together, that we can kind of achieve anything. That's gorgeous. Um, but yes, it's called Rashida and Noah, but it's, it's a family business and it symbolizes all of us, not just me and Noah. So what exactly are you doing with the clothing then? Are so you it's vintage inspired. Uh -huh. It's basically um, clothing that is kind of reminiscent of the clothes that my mother or your mother would have dressed you in. So oh, you're no. Talking <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. No, you're you not. You see, I was born in the 70s. Oh, really? Yes. 1974 wasn't a good look for girls. Really? Let me tell you. I was actually a, a boy for, for many years with a bowl cut my and sister tartan was too. and mustard <laughs> featured a lot. I like mustard. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> it's not my colour. <laughs> I really like Monstered. Um, so you're talking classic, um, classic clothes, traditional, vintage, a little bit retro. Um, yep, that's yep, <laughs> that was me. That's you. Um, um, and these are clothes that um, I know we're going to photograph as well. As well, so mm. a lot of time I'll get asked, "Oh, what do we wear to a family shoot, or how do we style them?" So have a look at Rashida and Noah Designs. Um, well, I'm and thinking of the Duchess of Cambridge, and she always does that with her children. She de dresses them in very traditional yeah. clothes. Yeah, um, but they, these are different. Um, so they are, and you'll find beautiful kind of like earthy tones, um, but they're they are timeless clothes, um, and there it's not a fast or a throwaway fashion brand. Mm. So these are quality pieces, right. um, and that I would encourage my customers to kind of really love them and reuse them and pass them down between mm. siblings. Um, the way we used to. <coughs> the way we used yeah. to. Yeah. Um, and where do you source your the so clothing from? So basically I'm having them handmade in oh factories. Um, I've chosen a couple of factories at the minute and both of them are in Asia um, at the minute. Um, I have looked into getting them manufactured in Europe. It's just a wee bit more tricky mm -hmm. um, with Brexit and delays and manufacturing times. Um, so at the minute they're being manufactured over there. Um, the factories have, I have researched them thoroughly. Um, so these are ethically made clothes. Um, workers are cared for and paid for fairly, paid fairly um, and treated extremely well. Um, and audited annu annually. So that was a massive thing for me to know that this 
clothing was produced ethically. And how's um, it going for you? <coughs> it has gone amazing. Yeah. Um, so much better than I ever could have imagined. Wow. Um, so, so far, like we're in business six weeks. Um, we have already broke even, which <laughs> is just incredible. Um, and um, we have sold to North and South America, Australia, Canada, France. And I take it you're doing all the marketing yourself, the photographs. Yes, that helps. And the models. <laughs> and the models. Yes. <laughs> you don't um, have to pay them. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's uh, yeah, it's gone really well. What I would say is, yes, I'm doing the photographs and I'm obviously doing the designing. Mm-hmm. Um, but my husband has been a massive, massive help with that business. Um, so he is doing a lot of the hard work, um, a lot of the parceling and a lot of the, the runs to the post office and stuff. And I really couldn't be doing it without his support. That's um, wonderful he's to hear. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's very proud of everything that you've uh, achieved. Um, going back to the photography, just for those <coughs> of us uh, listening today, are there any tips that you could give us to elevate our photographs? Do you need to buy expensive equipment? Have you any hacks for us? No, um, uh, you don't need to buy expensive equipment. Um, it obviously helps. Um, just hire me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Honestly, what was I thinking? Why? What a stupid question. Really. No, I'm only kidding. Um, what I would say, especially if you're photographing your children, um, look for a nice light. Um, that that's 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 a fundamental so the light on the face. The light natural on the face. light. Natural light is good. Um, yellow light from or fluorescent light from light bulbs and stuff like that. There isn't isn't good I tend to turn them off um but and get down to their level um so there's no point in get down to the child and engage with the child and and take the photograph from their level and try and get into their little world um when I'm photographing my children like especially when you're working with toddlers they have a very short attention span so I tend to plan ahead and I'll give them something to do or an activity that's going to engage them um so and I'd be quick because you have to be quick. Get in there um, and just and just give them something to do. Should it be a toy to play with and get down to their level and and just let the moment unfold. And you'll be surprised at the images that you do take. Um, and that's it. And just let them have fun. The one thing I always said is um, the minute it stops being fun for my children or the minute it stops being fun on a shoot is the minute I'll stop photographing mm-hmm. um, because the children have just had enough then, um, you know. Yeah. And you're not going to get the best You're then. not. It's you're over. Not. It's Move over. on. That's it. Yeah. And you want to capture those like genuine, authentic moments, mm-hmm. you know. And happiness, really. And happiness. Yeah. yeah. Those moments. It's been a wonderful moment and a, a joy talking to, to you today. Rashida, um, there's no limit to your creativity, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, what's next? Um, I am going to enjoy the family, um, raise them. I am taking things with the clothing one step at a time. Um, I have no desire to scale that any bigger than it is at the minute. Um, maybe someday in the future. Um, with the photography, I am going to concentrate on getting through this summer's wedding bookings. Yeah. Um, and after that, um, going forward, I'm going to dedicate a wee bit more time to the family photography, take on less of the weddings, but still, I still want to do them. Mm-hmm. Um, th- the long days can be hard um, with the children. Um, so, and, and that's it, to just keep going and keep creating and capturing those moments. Now I ask this question of of all the guests. Um, you've definitely touched on on many things 
already throughout this, but the purpose of the podcast is to inspire Mm -hmm. existing business owners and ambitious entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. to grow their business by offering insight into the success of companies like yours. What would that nugget of advice be to people who may have an idea or a passion but have no idea where to begin or they're (coughs) unsure as to whether or not the risk is worth taking? Okay. Um, What I would say is um, just to go for it. Follow your heart, um, which is exactly what I have done with both the photography and my clothing. Um, I would rather try and fail than lived and not have tried, you know. Um, And there is amazing places out there that you can get advice from, even invest in I or just speak to to colleagues or um, there's there's people out there that is going to offer advice and support and just seek that advice and guidance. But for me, if you have that um, desire um, and you have that idea and that calling, um, I wouldn't sit on it. I would go for it. And and so what if it doesn't? If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But if it works out, it can be something truly amazing. Nothing worse than having regrets. So That's don't have regrets, Rashida. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for joining me on the Public Eye podcast and thank you to everyone who's been tuning in wherever you are. We'll be back with another episode very soon. This podcast was recorded in Granite Podcast Studio. Interested in starting up your own podcast but don't know how? Granite Podcast Studio can help. Record your podcast in our state-of-the-art studio, which is based in the heart of Newry City. Our studio has cutting-edge and user-friendly technology and can seat up to four people. We also provide an editing service for our team using your guidance and editing notes to provide you with a flawless finished product, leaving your listeners wanting more. For more information on how you can get started, visit www.granitepodcaststudio.com.